Hello and welcome to a mini episode of Blades Pod. It is Thursday the 20th of October. My name's Ben and joining me on the line is Andrew. How are you? Uh, I said I weren't going to get to myself. I weren't going to get upset or angry or depressed <laughs> about Wednesday night's match because I thought so. I was really upset after the uh, Blackpool game. And here I am on Thursday, depressed and angry <laughs> and I, sad. Yeah, I'm so, going to say, can, yeah, I, can yeah. I let people behind the curtain and, and mm. like, inform them that you're you're in a bad mood today by your own? I mean, yeah, just just one of those days. Nothing really happening, like in particular. Just one of those days where you just want to say to every give give everyone the middle finger, <laughs> uh, um, especially Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a mini a mini episode. Well, we'll see how long we talk for, but uh, yeah. aiming to be like a. A cool twenty minutes thereabouts. It's an hour in an hour's time, you go. And another thing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to rule it out, but uh, we'll try and we'll try and keep it fairly brief uh, for multiple reasons. Um, largely because it was a really dreadful game last night. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, reason, that's the reason number one. Uh, the second one is you know we lost again, which is kind of a bummer to talk about. And also uh, we have another game in uh, well, what less than like 40 mm. hours something like that yeah that's right Norwich so this is uh, this is going to be a quick one just kind of tick this game off look ahead to Norwich uh, hopefully leave this this midweek game with Coventry in the bin and uh, yeah so clear clear our minds ahead of uh, another game on Saturday so <laughs> the Blades go to Coventry and lose 1-0 in as I said a really like largely uneventful game like the first half was almost comically uneventful mm-hmm. um, I guess there's probably like three or four things I want to pick out about the actual game in terms of like significant moments or incidents yeah. I felt just by, before you go on so I felt like the, the first half particularly were almost like a behind closed doors game the atmosphere <laughs> were awful it was just that you know like the, the football from the lockdown period it reminded me of that and especially because we were playing so slowly and badly as well yeah, it was, it was sort of extra surreal for me because my red button, Sky red button coverage, um, had, I think it had the Watford game as the audio, so I, w- I watched the whole game on mute after about the first minute once I realised what was happening. So, yeah, just just added to the, the weirdness. But um, uh, uh, I guess we've got to start with this. The, the thing that's almost more frustrating than the defeat, Norton Davis charges yeah. down the left, pulls up, hamstring injury, can't even walk off. And uh, yeah, looked a bad one. And yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the sort of two or three players who I think have been consistently very good this season. Who are like, you know, probably among our most athletic players. And yeah, he's. I mean, you called it a few weeks ago. He he ideally would not have played this many minutes this season because no. we would have given him a rest. And who knows if that is the difference between him doing his hamstring or not, but. There he goes, you know, another game, yeah. another player, down, out, and it looked pretty bad. It just straight away, you're on a downer because you think, well, you know, we've just got Osborne back, we've got Robinson back, and another one goes out, like I said a couple of weeks ago, you know, it's just like this just sort of revolving door in the physio room, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's such a shame. Obviously, he's, uh, I mean, I, I guess it's still a month till the World Cup, so... Maybe, yeah, maybe. Real, I mean, realistically, forget United for him because he's been fantastic, and I think yeah. it would have been in with a real shout of starting in the World Cup. I think because mm. he's played the last two friendly, started the last two old Nations League games, should I say, for him in the left hand side of defence, and he's been fantastic for us. And he's, I think, we've probably pushed him too far. And then whatever you think about that, Ekinbottom and stuff, we, we can't rest. We couldn't race the same. Osborne's going to have to play three games, three ninety-minute games. 
I think, this week. Mm. Um, he starts against Norwich because there's no one else there. And he's just come back from 11 weeks out. Whatever you think of Osborne, uh, he must be knackered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so unfortunate, Norton Davis, because, yeah, as you said there, I mean, we, we just we haven't been able to afford to rest him because he's had to like fill in for two positions, essentially, because everyone else has gone out. I... I reckon every player who's played left wing back for us this season has got injured while doing it. Um, so obviously, yeah. Ender Stevens against Watford, uh, Max Lowe. Osborne against Watford as well. Uh, yeah, wow, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, Norton yeah. Davis here, you know, we're moving back to left wing back and it goes. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Bogle obviously uh, mm. <laughs> returns to the treatment room after playing left wing back. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, pray for Ben Osborne's fitness because he's going to have to. Uh, he's going to have to do it on Saturday, as you said. And, um, and the, he's been poor, Osborne, in the last, last, since he's come back. And mm. I'm not going to defend his performance because he has been poor. Um, but I, I can't... Um, the, the, what we're asking him to do, to play two 90-minute games, in the hardest position to play as well, like in terms of fitness, uh, wing-back, I, 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 I fear that he's going to be the next one out. And to be honest, my, my tip, my, my pun, I think Tommy Doyle's going to be the next one who pulls up. No. I do. That's my, that's my. I just think he's another one. He's not had a pre-season. Another one we'd like to. I think have rotated if we could have. And I think he's probably playing. I think. I think we've got three or four out there playing through injuries. I tell you what. If Injai gets injured, oh, lots going up. Like my season cards yeah. just getting frisbeed out yeah. into the. You were fantastic yesterday, Injai. Surrounded by dross, <laughs> pretty much. It's comical yeah. how much better at football he is than like almost everyone else in this division, and it certainly yeah. on his own team. Like yeah. And the comments, obviously, you didn't hear the comments here. Alan Parra, who voice from the past. Alan Parra, um, is that? Yeah, Alan Parra, wow. yeah. Um, and he said, like, you know, this guy is just basically miles ahead of everyone else. Like, we were making a sub, and he's, well, I think we can say that one person who will not be coming off is <laughs> Illumin and Die. Um, and, yeah, he would just, I mean, the comment, I didn't get the view from because I was too marder, um, which I'll come to later, maybe. But um, all their fans, from what I have seen, have just said, he, you know, best player they played against this season. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, wasn't able to find a breakthrough. He did force uh, a save out of uh, Wilson at one point, I believe, like uh, yeah. in, in the second half, and had a, yeah. a, a long way shot go wide. Well, this, but... is, this is the thing: we have three shots, uh, three shots apparently on target. Um, I think one of them were an L from our own half. <laughs> uh, I think that, that one with the end die one, and then a weak header from a burner. And we didn't create I, a proper chance in the. I thought Coventry game. were woeful as well, and I mean. Mm. You know, I don't think we'll get an easy game. They're not as bad as that, I wouldn't have said, Coventry. I've seen them play before. They're not that bad. They played. They were terrible in this match. They couldn't string two passes together. They couldn't get out of their own half. They were just oofing it anywhere. And they won. So yeah. <laughs> what does that say about us? <laughs> well, I think I messaged you with like 10 minutes to go saying like this will be a bad point and an even worse like defeat if that's what it comes to. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that I particularly sensed that was the way it was going to go at that point because we, no. we actually... I thought we did play some nice stuff in the second half. It's just... Much better. Yeah, I enjoyed watching some of our football in the second half. It's just... Yeah, Coventry were really quite poor, as you said, and we didn't create a proper chance. That is... uh, They were dreadful. And I'm not just... I mean, this is what's so annoying. Coventry will play, but that'll probably be Coventry's worst performance of the season. I don't think Coventry are that bad, but they played that bad. They were almost League One standard out, and they won. And I think that just uh, just shows where we're at at the moment, where for all the possession, we didn't really create that much. The best two chances or the closest two chances came from outside the box when we hit the bar of the post. And we let a really, really, really rubbish goal in with obviously just a stupid challenge from Basham. I don't know what he's doing. 
I've no idea. Yeah, we can just skip ahead to that that moment now. Like, I just, I can't. I don't understand what he's trying to do, Basham. Like, he's going nowhere. Well, even if he is, it's not. A, it's generally not a good idea to do that, like in your own penalty area. Um, Was it him in the first half who gave that? Who looked like he'd given a penalty away? Uh, so there was there was a moment in the second half where like one of their players sort of ran into him in the box. Is that what you're thinking? Mm, of? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was about 15 minutes early, and I actually I didn't think it was a penalty, but I thought they were. I thought the ref was going to give a penalty. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just absolutely no doubt about this one. Obviously, uh, yeah. just takes him out, and uh, our our old mate Martin Martin Waggon sticks it away. Adam Davies. I don't. I don't think he had like one of the save to make in the entire yeah. game. Yeah, this is this is what I mean. It wasn't. I mean, I think people will say, "Well, maybe we look made Coventry look poor." I don't think it was that personally because their their passing in particular was was just that bad. Yeah, I really I enjoyed. Think... Um, I really enjoyed how the defenders just kept hitting it straight to Basham and Armand Odzic on the half yeah. line, and we just like yeah. just nick it and back like, and I go again. Nicky Bottom said after. I don't know if you heard his interview. Like, like you can see why they kept a lot of clean sheets. Can you? Because mm. like <laughs> they were making some incredible errors, McFadzian and the other idiot at the side of him just like some really poor defending and for all the possession and everything like that we didn't do it I think we probably deserved to win maybe 1-0 we, we definitely shaded it if anyone did but just an appalling game of football and as bad as Coventry were they got the three points and you know they'll take that as just one of those games where yeah get out of here with three points after playing Paula yeah absolutely uh, Heckybottom obviously is coming in for a bit of flack uh, after get this get him one. out Get rid. Wilder's available, isn't he? Um, yeah, well, yeah. Slavin Billich should be available in like a week, I think. Get him in, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, there's some brilliant ones. Like, I saw someone today, I said to you, I showed them you actually, oh, get Stuart McCauley and knows the club. This guy's been sacked at Bradford 15 times or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, that's... My guess is that would be a bad idea. Um, yes. Anyway, Heckingbottom coming for a bit of criticism after this one and over the last few days. A very. Uh, uh, I did watch his interview. I actually very rarely watch his interviews. Just mm. I, I just don't find him terribly interesting, to be blunt, to be you know perfectly yeah. honest. But the same is true for the previous manager as well, Yukanovic. Uh, um, but I did watch this one, and yeah, he was uh, uh, a little bit um, miffed at a question mm. that was put to him, which I, I, I haven't noticed before. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, I'm not sure who it was, but asked him. Uh, You're Adam Oxley. Oh, is it Oxley right? Yeah, because. Uh, the reason I know this is because I turned, as soon as they got the pen, I actually turned South in a huff, uh, and I thought, I'll put Radio Sheffield on, you know, just to see what the final score were, and it was Oxley and Asaba, and Asaba was not happy at all with our tactics, which is why I think Oxley asked the question that you, you're about to talk yeah, about. Yeah, a lot of... Um, so I think Heckingbottom does deserve some criticism, obviously, um, which I'll get on to, but I, I'm not, I don't buy this, you know, this sort of idea that the, the wing backs were told to stay back I mean and you know references to like heat maps and stuff like that well you know heat maps are in the public domain I'll look them up and Bulldog mm. and Osborne are, you know they're playing as high as they ever play basically or you know totally as high agree. as our wing backs ever play like it's not I, I, I don't buy that at all I, I, I just totally think the team agree. played poorly I, I don't think it was instructed to be defensive I think we just played poorly I think they're both going to good positions, actually, Osborne. And, I mean, Osborne, I don't remember Osborne really being in our half, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they got, they both got into good positions. Unfortunately, what they lack is quality uh, mm-hmm. with the ball. And that's... That, I, 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 because when I saw them, I was saying, like, oh, we're sat too far back and stuff, when I heard the end of the commentary, I, I didn't agree. I mean, obviously, again, Gamer P, he's an ex-professional, who am I? But 
I didn't agree with that. I thought that I didn't think it was anything to do with being negative. I thought it was slow, and I thought we were lethargic and uncreative and way too safe. But I don't think we were necessarily negative. Um, I just think that we we had no quality. Yeah, yeah. That that was how I saw it. Now the the things that I think you can sort of point a bit of criticism at. I don't totally understand why Osborne's starting this game. I mean, as it happens, he would have come on after 15 minutes yeah. anyway for Norton Davis. But it's a, a curious choice in midfield, I think. When I think it's because we got so overrun against Blackpool and we thought we'll have some legs in there. But I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, I just thought I, I would have liked to have seen that three again. But no, in fairness, we did say uh, on the last podcast, like Coventry just basically ran straight through the middle of us mm. like Blackpool did on Saturday yeah. last season. So... That's fair enough. I think the one that just sort of really baffles me, and I, I don't see an explanation for it all, to be honest, is the game's nil-nil, and the you know the the sort of game-changing substitutions we turn to are John Fleck, whose his first appearance is breaking his leg, <laughs> and Sharp, who the best will in the world is the least mobile of any of the attackers mm. uh, that we have on our books, really. And you know Brewster and Kadra both sat there. It's not that long since those two came off the bench and won as a tight game at Swansea. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get that at all. I, that... I think the argument against this, I, I agree with you, but I think what Eckenbott might say is we had all the possession. They were so deep. They do sit deep and they hit the long balls up, obviously, to the three up front. Would the pace have made any difference? I don't think it's about the pace. I think Kadra's the sort of person in particular, and Brewster to a degree, who might take someone on and might try something a little bit different because they are that deep. I don't think it was necessarily about the pace over the top. I think they were just very safe substitutions, like for like, we were almost thinking, I mean, we were on top, but we weren't creating anything. And it depends what you want. If you if you gamble and, you know, you bring Kadron and Brewster, yeah, you, you might lose a bit of possession, but you might also win the game. I think what we decided is we'll just keep plugging on and plugging on. And I don't think we ever really looked like scoring. No, exactly. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And you know, Sharp. I want to see Sharp coming on in a game where we we are creating chances, and yeah, you know, we're getting a lot of space in the box. And a game like this, where a team is essentially sat deep and we can't break it down, that is when I want Kadra and Brewster coming off the bench against yeah. tired defenders, like they did against Swansea. Yeah, um, yeah. Didn't understand that at all, to be honest. Obviously, it is very nice to see Fleck back playing. Uh, I, I almost hesitate to say it, and I want to. I want to add like for now because you know, what's going to happen. But um, yeah, yeah it'd be, be interesting to see if he uh, if he comes into the team. Just on Eckingbottom, by the way, I think obviously he did unbelievably well um, at the end of last season. I think it, I'm not one of the. I don't want him out or anything like that. But I, I think there, it is worth bringing up that he was under no real pressure last season. I think it's fair to say. I think we all thought mm. the season had come. And he got this group of players and he got them playing, he got them together and we got in the playoffs and, you know, fantastic. I do think it's a different challenge for any manager. And there are horrible parallels with Blackwell in this, in that when you are expected to be good, it brings a whole new, different... You know, last season, if it had done that, we might have said, well, you know, he's trying to keep us solid. You know, we were look at us under Slav. Now we do expect to go to Coventry and win, where we didn't mm. when he came in last season. And I think it does bring a whole new pressure to it, and whether that's the fans' fault for getting overexcited when we are top of the league, or maybe we all went a bit over the top. But we are one of the favourites, and it's a different thing to adapt to, I think, for Eckingbottom. And like I say, it was a bit snappy, I felt, in the, in the interview, which is probably... Like I say, I agree with what he said. I'm not going to knock what he said, because I did agree with what he was saying. I don't think Baldock and Osborne did were negative. I, I didn't see that at all. But... Yeah, you get into that point where even the wheel injuries and everything like that, 
we're losing. We're not winning enough games, so he's, people are going to ask questions of him. That team should have been good enough to beat Coventry. That's it. The, the last two teams we put out. I mean, Blackpool lost them all. They're not a good side, Blackpool. Mm. Coventry, obviously, bottom of the league, played awful in this match, and we got one point. Those players that we had out were better than Blackpool players and the Coventry players. I'm not being arrogant saying that, because they beat us, and they beat us because we were wasteful and we couldn't defend. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Bernie at the post with a fantastic shot from yeah. long range, one of our sort of better bits of football. Uh, Norwood also hit the bar, which I think was a cross, right? Like, yeah, I think that was a cross. He, was, yeah. he sort of got too much on it. It would have been a fluky goal, to be fair. Yeah, I reckon so. Um, I, th- I think one incident I just want to come back to. So Norrington Davis goes off injured and we bring on McAtee, who, mm. yeah, I don't know if he was being rested or what, uh, and move Osborne out to the left. And I really thought he was getting a red card just for half time. I haven't seen this yep. back yet, McAtee. No, I haven't. Is, but I haven't. it looked like he, f- you know, really just completely. I, I was really furious because I thought, what? I a just thought, what are you doing? Thing to do. Yeah, like, at first I, I thought it was Osborne actually at first, and I did. Show, what are you doing, you idiot? Like, and then it was McAtee, and I thought it took so long. Trout were terrible in this match with both sides. I mean, they, they should have sent off in the second. Now you might have not noticed this, obviously, with no commentary, but. The guy who brings Osborne down in the second half, about 50 minutes in, that was, it was a definite booking and he didn't give it. I so, didn't realise he was already on a yellow until today. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I wouldn't have known if it weren't for the commentary, to be fair. And he took ages with that. You think, is he going to do it now? He bottled that and he bottled the first one. And yeah, both teams, for, for me, should have been down to 10 men, from what I've seen, anyway. Yeah, it was, it was a, a classic Keith Stroud performance where everyone was angry with him. Yeah. <laughs> he almost didn't give the penalty to Coventry. This was bizarre because obviously he went through, he got the penalty. And I'm like, well, it's, that's a pen. Well done, Bash, you idiot. Like, yeah. And then he took ages and I thought, hey, we're going to get, get away with this. He's going to get away with this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought for like a good couple of seconds. And then it was almost like the crowd were going, what? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, penalty. <laughs> then we got a free kick, to be fair, and just before that, where I think Norwood went up for a header. No one near him went down. Free kick towards me, like, what? <laughs> so, you know, I'm not slagging Keith Stroud off saying that he was biased towards Coventry because he definitely wasn't. He was just another terrible refereeing display. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, McAtee, he like, from from one look in real time, it looked like he left his feet. It's on the halfway line. It's like a completely, I don't know, just a completely no danger situation. Yeah. Uh, another referee or even that referee could easily have sent him off. It might not be the right decision. As I said, yeah. I haven't seen it again, but my instant reaction was, oh, crap, he's going to get a red card for yeah, that. I thought it were off, yeah. So, he, he does go in with two feet. Whether he sort of goes, you know, with one first and then he, he follows through almost accidentally and slips, I don't know. But he looked bad. It looked really bad, and I thought he we were going to get sent off. And this is the bizarre thing as well. I, I, would, I was saying to I can't remember, so, so someone talked to someone anyway, and I said, I just wanted to show more guts and stuff like that. And they said, yeah, you know, McAtee went too far. But they don't mean guts in the sense of flying in with challenges. I mean, for me, guts when you're on the ball. They were so safe last night. Mm. People still, you know, and I, for instance, fantastic. I'm not expecting any, everyone to be as good as him. But every time he got it, he was going forward. He was trying something. Nord, for all the rubbish that he gets, and I don't think he was fantastic last night, he does try and do stuff. I thought Doyle and McAtee in particular, for me, who are supposed to be a flair players, were so safe and really offered nothing. And this is where the, the substitutions come in and Kadra, for as bad as he's been, he would have tried to take someone on. Yeah, it's, it's a funny one with Kadra in it because he has been poor the last couple of appearances. Yeah. But like games like this is literally why we've brought him in on loan. Yeah, you know, If you're not going to use him in situations like this, then what's the point? And I... 
you know, we have only... Yes, he's been poor a couple of times, but, I mean, he's only played in his real position, like, once, maybe? Like, against yeah. Blackburn, was it? Or Reading? I can't remember. One of those one of those home games that we won comfortably. But then he's been... You know, he played yeah. up front at Stoke. He's played at wing-back. Like, that's not his position. No wonder he's not looking particularly good. I mean, I, all right, it's, it's fair to expect him to do slightly better, at least, than he has done in those positions, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he has been poor. There's no getting over it. But like you say, what's the point of him being there, then? Because that's exactly the sort of game. I mean... I don't know what we were expecting. Fleck coming on, maybe that's with an eye on the next game, thinking, well, get this guy 15 minutes in the legs. You know, Doyle's obviously a bit tired or whatever. Mm. But then to bring Sharp on, and that were the only two subs. <laughs> it's like, come on, Ekimo, it's not 1989 anymore. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and came on in the first half, but yeah, those, those oh, were the sorry, only... Oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, your point still stands, I think. Those were the only two subs like mm. to try and change the game. With, um, yeah. yeah, a pretty, a pretty good-looking bench for us, to be honest. you got... Jack Robinson there, and, uh, as well as Kadra and Brewster. Um, anything else to say about Coventry, or should we quickly talk Norwich and then uh, Let's clear just off? get rid of it. Yeah, I'm fed up. Just, I, hate gonna, I hate that ground. That team is so boring. And, yeah, and they were, they were, and you know, fair play. They were absolutely dreadful in the one, and I'd love to. But that's what, exactly the result we saw, we need at the moment, to be fair. Yeah, I was thinking this. This sounds very sour grapes, but I was thinking this before the game. I was like, do you know what? One of the worst things about being in the championship is having to play teams like Coventry. Like, yeah. I feel like we never do well at their ground. Yeah. Even at home, it's like a bit of a grind. It's you just know, like, so unexcited. And like I said, yeah. they might say it about us. I'm sure when we're in the Premier League, so loads of people say it about us. But at least, you know, you play Rotherham as a local derby, you know, Luton, or, you know, Plucky under oh, Coventry. <laughs> yeah, I know, just with their ongoing blooming off-field drama, like, yeah. give it a rest, lads, we don't care. Yeah, it might be a relegation six-pointer that, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, next game, Norwich at home, which is the, uh, what, what's that saying, like two bald men fighting over a comb? They're, they're in even worse form than we are, aren't they? I think we're worse, actually. I think we are bottom of the form table. They've lost three in um, a think, row, though, right? They've lost three in a row, but I think they won the game before that, uh, okay. whereas we've not won in five, which is more than a blip, I think it's fair to say. I think this is, yeah, we're, we're very much in terrible form territory. <laughs> What's the Which of the, those five games have we played best in? I think the best we played in was probably QPR. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's the only one that we're wrong. I thought we deserved the point against QPR. I think the rest of them are spot on. Uh, I think yep. we, I think every single other game we've got exactly what we deserved, and this is what the injuries and everything. And I think we're in this almost never never land at the moment where we've got players coming back in who aren't fully fit, and players mm. playing who aren't fully fit because they've had to play so much. <laughs> so I, you know, I think we're in a, in a horrible situation at the moment where no one's really fully fit, but we are getting players back, and I still believe that the players we've had playing, whether it's playing with Knox or whatever. Should have got more than two points out of the last five. Mm, we still believe. <laughs> um, it, it must be so dispiriting for the players as well. I mean, when Norton Davis went down last night, uh, I, I noticed Norwood immediately looked to the heavens in like a proper, oh, no, yeah. not again. And them, well, <laughs> the ones that actually stay fit long enough to stay in the team and see, the, mm. see everyone else going down around them, it must be so disheartening. I mean, there must be players that are like, uh, I don't know whatever the athletic equivalent of like treading on eggshells is. They must they must be going out there thinking like, oh god, yeah, it's, it's my knee about to go. Like you know, is my hamstring going to pop? Is this week? 
like I say, we're like I say, we're in this never never land because players aren't getting chance to get back up to speed. Like we'd lo- we'd all love to see Osborne. Well, some people might say they would never love to see Osborne, but <laughs> we I think that in an ideal world, Osborne plays half an hour against Blackpool, an hour maybe yesterday. He you know, gradually comes back into it, not thrown straight in for three ninety minute games. Yeah. So we're not getting the because because people are going out as other people are coming back. They're not coming back fully fit and the players playing are, are pretty much certainly playing through injuries or, or tiredness at least yeah someone uh, someone asked us this on Twitter the other week didn't they? like when you know how come we never when was the last time we rotated players for like fitness reasons and my answer was it's been like total chicken and egg this season like nobody stays fit enough long fit mm-hmm. long enough to get rotated they just get injured yeah. before they can get to that stage but anyway Norwich. Uh, McLean is out for them. The, is the central defender right? I think he's a midfielder, McLean. Actually. Midfielder, sorry. Yeah, uh, they which, were delighted that he were out. So I'm going to say, yeah, you, Norwich fans feel that enhances their chances, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, the more significant one, which I haven't looked into today, but Sargent went Sergeant. off injured the other day, who I believe is their top scorer, but certainly one of the better players in the championship. Um Although it's saying here that Norwich manager eases fears over Josh Sargent's injury. Um, so good. No, no, that's not good. I've not got the Norwich view yet, but I'm just reading in their board. It's very, very much like ours. There's a, the top thread is called "I am fed up," <laughs> um, yeah. and they're just like saying, even in the dark times of the third tier, when we've been relegated to the third tier, I've never felt apathy like this before. I do not enjoy going to the Cara, the Cara. In fact, That's I am horrible. Dreaming. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Smith... Has it come to this? Is a good one. Yeah, sorry, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so Dean Smith, I've just looked it up now uh, on SportsIllustrated.com, no less, because obviously he's an American international sergeant. Um, I, I expect him to be back on Saturday. Dean Smith says so. Bob, oh really? Oh, that's fantastic, brilliant. Yeah. Um, um, I have no I'm... idea what to expect from this game either. I would like to try and stop playing Basham for a little bit if possible because I think he's really struggling the last four or five games now. Jack Robinson's been on the bench the last two. Would you just drop him straight in there? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I, a normal team. I, I would play Jack Robinson whatever but a normal club would probably go to four at the back because no, we haven't got any defenders but unfortunately we're the only club in world football who can't play seemingly any other formation other than three five two. I think if you look at the players you've got available, if you want to get your best players on the pitch, you play four at the back, you play an Alan Egan, Baldock on the right, Jackie Lanfro on the left, because that, that they're the four best defenders we've got fit. Mm-hmm. And Basham's playing all four, I don't see how we can keep picking him, you know, at the moment. And if we play three five two we're gonna be playing we're gonna be flogging Osborne. <laughs> yeah, Osborne and plays out of position in it. Um but I, I guess that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the Sheffield Hard way. Yeah. We don't. Uh, this is what's so annoying. This is where the, a lot of things are being pointed about Eckingbottom with the injuries and stuff like that. And I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to dive into that debate because I don't know what's going on. But I think if the injuries, it's been pretty much since he come through the door now that these injuries have happened. And I think if they continue after the, everyone's saying get to the World Cup, get to the World Cup, as if no one's going to get injured after the World Cup. Mm. I think if they if they carry on after the World Cup, we. I think we'll probably have a definitive answer about something's going wrong with what we're doing in terms of conditioning. But, yeah. but at the moment, it might just be freakish in- injuries, but I think if it carries on much longer, we're going to have an answer. 
Indeed. Well, it's uh, despite Norwich's form uh, and the mood of their fans, they're obviously one of the promotion favourites, freshly mm. relegated from the Premier League. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think they're as good as they were the last time they were in this division uh, when they had Buendia and like Puki was a few years younger. But yeah, Sargent, really good player at this level. Puki, obviously, uh, incredible pedigree at this level. Um, it's going to be a really tough game. I don't know what kind of team we're going to put out there. Weirdly, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one more than I was Coventry. I just uh, mm. like I say, team playing Coventry just like really brings me down for some reason. Whereas. At least this is a this is a big game. Like you know, you would feel it, it was a big game at the start of the season. It's an even bigger game now, I think, with the form that yeah, both teams are yeah. in. Um, yeah, I so think I'm, I think this is a massive it. game. I think it's a massive game because I think it, it'll probably define how both teams go up until the, the World Cup break. Because I think if if one team loses this, they're going to be on a real downer because they've lost to another outform team. Two people, two teams are expected to be up there. Mm. <sighs> Am I confident? Absolutely not. <laughs> to be completely <laughs> honest, I've got to be honest. I know they proved me wrong, and you know maybe I'm being negative, but I can only be honest. And I don't see, I don't see us picking up a win with the way that we're playing at the moment. To be honest. Okay, I'm a bit more confident than you. I think, I think a team with McBurney and Jai, Norwood, Doyle, Armad Odzic, and uh, yeah. McAtee maybe in it uh, is good enough to beat Norwich. Like, and I, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be an entertaining game. Which obviously it was uh, last week at Bromley. And yeah, do you know it what, mate? Be. It be, if, it, yeah. if it stinks and we lose, it's the Kellam Island Beer Festival beer on Saturday festival evening. Kellam Island Beer Festival might start early if it's not, if it's not <laughs> bad. I'll be in there at half time waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, you, you and I are going down. So if anyone anyone's listening and uh, is, is heading to, to that, um, well, I don't know. If you know what we look like, look out for us. Maybe, uh, maybe just look for a really small, angry man, and that'll be me. Bloody Ekibo's rubbish! Just getting louder and louder with each uh, each extravagant IPA that you uh, you attempt. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yes, looking forward to that anyway. So no matter what happens, the day's gonna have a. Uh, an enjoyable ending, I hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, even with a mini episode, we still ran over half an hour, so that's just right. uh, how much we uh, how much we love to yak on. I love your yeah. enthusiasm there. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we will finish there. Uh, and yes, we we look forward to returning to the lane on Saturday. Uh, I've been I've been painting a spare room this week, mate, and filling mm. my boots with living with Maidley. Oh, content. excellent! So excellent. I've, I, I've I've even listened to. Um, Midweek Maidley, which I really Midweek Maidley. We were going to so, call it Midvok Maidley. <laughs> I heard you batting that idea around. Yeah, to try and seem clever then. We just thought, we don't sound clever at all. We sound like idiots. So <laughs> like, we just called it Midweek <laughs> Maidley. Yeah. yeah, it's a new thing we've got, Midweek Maidley. That's where we basically go more in on Richard Maidley, talk about him more, the main man, the, the, the inspiration behind the pod. And also the listener feedback when people send stuff in, and we'll, we'll try and get you know to, to comment on all that as well. Mm. Yeah, you're you're very good at that. You and uh, you and Liam gathering gathering the feedback, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the uh, CITV CBBC mm. episode as well. That was although you you had a couple of controversial opinions, didn't you? I mean, I'll, what were they? Which were the two you didn't you didn't like? Raggy dolls and raccoons. You're not fan. You're not a fan of. I can't I can't repeat the descriptors I used for those programs on here. <laughs> uh, but I was not a fan. But most of the other programs you brought up, big yeah. big fan. Yeah, really, yeah. Uh, really good stuff. Great episode as well. Made me uh, made me laugh out loud several times while I was uh, Thank you. covering myself with yellow paint. 
thought you were going to say something else then. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not actually yellow, it's daffodil white paint. Yeah, and just like I said, no view from um, because of Stumada. I know I missed two or three seasons, and um, that, that's the first one. Hopefully, the last, but probably not the way they were playing. But yeah, I just obviously we finished quite late last night. Once again, lots of injury time, and I, I did put the laptop on to do it, then I just. That's, physically could not go on the Coventry forum and get <laughs> so I just decided to yeah if you look on Twitter I've actually issued a statement so I, I saw yeah you you <laughs> should start each season with like three lives or something like that or three get out of jail free that's cards. a good one yeah that is a good one I um, always think if we ever lose to Wednesday forget it <laughs> mm. I'm, not, I'm not doing one for that if you ever lose to Wednesday we're never getting a post match for you but Norwich one will be up tomorrow they might be as depressed as us have we sorry this is a bit of uh, off into the weeds a bit, but have we ever lost to Wednesday since you've been doing the view from? Were you, were you doing no. it in the uh, Danny Wilson? Oh, season? I tell a lie. Uh, we did under Danny Wilson, but I weren't doing it as a website then. I just did it on Blaze Mad then. Uh, ah. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. No. <laughs> no. But I, I didn't do the 2 2 that season either because obviously we let two goals in the last minute. Very much like yesterday, just too mad. I, I weren't really mad yesterday because I'd sort of told myself, I'm not going to get up for this. You know, we're probably going to lose. And then to do it in that way, <laughs> a last-minute penalty when you've been like the better side, you're just like, why do you do this to me? You've thrown it Pretty away. It's a last-minute penalty. Did you see Johnny on showroom view? Uh, no, was he there? Well, his coach broke down on the way and had to push it for, for a bit. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> they finally got there, lost. And then oh, that's, so what a day. That's yeah. brutal. That's, that's like... Uh, all the people that were stuck getting back from Port Vale in the snow on Boxing yeah. Day at that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Johnny, <laughs> that, that really is a crappy away day. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, right, what a place to end it. Well, yes, the the, the not the views from um, Coventry, but hopefully the pre-match view of Norwich will be on roysviewfrom.com. And you are obviously at Panchero on Twitter. You follow me at BladesPod as well. Come on, Blades. Let's, let's get back to winning ways on Saturday because... <sighs> Being Norwich is always enjoyable, so let's uh, let's make it happen. Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks for your time. Uh, we still waffled on somehow, despite my best intentions. But um, yeah, appreciate your time as always, and uh, I will see you on Saturday. Yeah. Thanks a lot, mate. I'll see you Saturday.